Hey guys, welcome back to more of Mel, the coolest pod in the game, where I pick people's brains about things that keep me up at night. I'm your host, Mel, and let me just say how excited I am that we are in our second season. We're back, we're better, and we're uncut this season, which I really think will lead to such entertaining content. So without further ado, let's kick off this season with a banger. On today's episode, Single Uncomfortable, we have a recurring guest, Miss Nia Harmon, here to talk with me about our rather recent or not recent, like, delving into the single world. But I've been single for like nine, ten months now, but you're relatively new to the single world? Yes, ma'am, I am. Well, first of all, hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I wish y'all could see the smile on my face. Because, you know, anytime <laughs> I'm with my girl Mel, it's a party. So, yeah, let's get sure. into it. Okay, so I also want to kind of say that I feel like this is a continuation of my episode with Grace Kinney. Not really, but also because we're going to talk about, like, guys and relationships and being single and whatever. So just wanted to, like, kind of give off a little preface for that. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a theme, like, throughout her laughing at me already. I can't. It's uncut. I can't even say why I laugh, but you know why I laugh. Yeah, okay, whatever. Anyways, also another preface, if you feel targeted during this episode, please sign off because, like, I'm not going to hold anything in. So, I mean, I really want my listenership to go up. So, listen. (laughs) But also, also, oh, my God, I forgot to say we have a live audience. Two guests that were on the first season. We're clapping in our heads right now because we don't want to fuck up the audio. But we have Cherie and Sydney, my girls' girls, listening in right now. They're waving, I think. Um, So, yeah, that's a really fun experience. But, no, like I was saying, there's going to be kind of a recurring theme and like the first five episodes probably because I had a really reflective ass summer bro I was having existential crises right and left up down side to side like it was crazy so I kind of want to hear your thoughts first about like being newly single and Mm -hmm. how that made you feel or like the process or whatever so please yeah I think it's so funny that we are talking about introspective summer because I know that's (laughs) something that we you know both talked about like Baby, when I tell you, I was annotating Joan Didion, annotating the Bible, like, baby, baby, I, I was really on my stuff. But yeah, honestly, Mm -hmm. I think, don't hold back, but baby, you know, (laughs) you know, um, how do I say this? Four months back at home Mm -hmm. can be a lot, especially like, um, and I'm pretty sure like, well, you know, obviously, you're one of my closest friends, mm-hmm. if not, like, my best friend mm-hmm. at Emerson, as well as Samara and, like, Pangea, that friend yeah, group. Yeah. And so, like, I'm super close with you guys. So, mm-hmm. going, already, like, being home was hard enough. Mm-hmm. And then um, the week after everything happened, you mm-hmm. know this, but my dad got in a really, really bad car yeah, accident. Yeah. And um, the complete, so he went, because he knew Samara was coming down to mm-hmm. Dallas for a couple of days. And um, and then I hadn't been driving my car, you know, so yeah, I had to make yeah. sure it was all everything was working right yeah. exactly because i mean two pretty girls stuck <laughs> on sam rayburn like yeah. that's not that's not the vibe right and yeah it was literally just like mechanic mechanic yeah mm-hmm. negligence and yeah, the yeah. hood of my car mm-hmm. comes flying Fle- yeah. up Flew completely open. shatters the windshield like my dad has glass on him and he's about mm-hmm. to get on the tollway right luckily oh, there was somebody behind him and he wasn't going that fast but where it happened um it's a very busy like intersection mm-hmm. area right so i was in like a state of shock for a very long time. Yeah, and rightfully so. And not only that, but like I started a new job, right? Mm-hmm. So now it's like, 
I'm not with my closest friends. Yeah. Like, my dad could have been very hurt, if not worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm back home. Like, I'm having to readjust to, like, not having my independence to a certain extent. Because mm-hmm. my parents aren't, like, helicopter parents. And obviously, I'm yeah. 19. But it's, like, you know, like, I'm not going they out as much. They have their rules or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going out as much. So, that was just, like, a lot. But, um, and again, like, being in your childhood bedroom is can be weird you mm-hmm, know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like all the memories fall back from like senior yeah. year and like Ugh. you're kind of starting to be like trauma <laughs> <laughs> no literally and it's like you feel like you're back at square one yeah but what i can say is like having that time because again like i got home two weeks later i lose basically all independence like i'm having to yeah. get driven everywhere because my car's totaled. like my dad mm-hmm. could have like lost his life like yeah, you know yeah. and i'm not talking to the people i used to talk to every single day not it's only just friends. such a huge change in pace exactly because yeah. not only like my friends but like this other person and it's like mm-hmm. you know it's just like what is going on like even i didn't even tell you and samara for like the longest yeah, time, i was just yeah. like when i tell you i was just in shock like omg mm-hmm. like my dad could have lost his life yeah. like but the i don't want to say good thing but like, i guess the silver lining in all of that was mm-hmm. it taught me how like finite our lives are mm-hmm. like it obviously i know like we all we're not here forever but that was really an awakening that like i can't rot away in my room no matter how sad yeah, i am like you never know you could walk out the house one day and not come back and i do not wish mm-hmm. that over my family over anyone at all but like mm-hmm. it was just really like an introspective moment where i was like yeah. wow like i can't dwell on things mm-hmm. and i can't um let things not turning out the way i wanted them to mm-hmm. like make me like be the just person hole I'm up not. in your room and like change exactly. you for the worst exactly yeah, and like yeah. not talk because y'all know how or you know especially how much we talk and we share with each other so it's mm-hmm. like but i was just literally i would wake up confused go to bed confused <laughs> i'm like this is not real like what just happened like existential I've been home. crisis my, two weeks two weeks my life is completely flipped upside down yeah so i was just kind of like <laughs> like I literally like that just like i looking around <laughs> For answers. <laughs> answers. Nowhere to Something be found. Something a sign. Nowhere. <laughs> nowhere to be found. No, it's... Except in on the beach resort at... But we'll in get Maui. Into that. <laughs> in Maui, yeah. Because like, She went to Maui, y'all. Crazy. And one thing, which also was a very... It was great, but, like, even, like, the wildfires there now. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... I don't know. It was just a crazy... A rude awakening, rude if Rude awakening, which it is such a traumatic thing. Because, like, you look back at the pictures and you were like, I was there. And all, like, the amazing people we met who were super kind to us. Mm-hmm. And, like all of the things we did and it's like these people are hurting they're suffering Mm -hmm. in a place that i was able to like find some sort of like you know like relax or like what is it like relief Mm -hmm. for a while and like my mom and i had the best girl like my mom and i are super close and Mm -hmm. we might have been a little too close (laughs) on that trip in terms of like me sharing stuff with her but again like kind of just like being on the beach with her like Mm -hmm. it's just her and i And a whole bunch of strangers around us. Who just like kind of a refreshing scenery. Yeah, and just like just to get yourself together exactly. kind of after what had happened. Yeah, you know? Yeah, and like looking at the mountains. I even shared with her like about like me being really upset about obviously she knew I was upset about like my dad. Mm-hmm. But like just kinda like telling her like how all those emotions like just kinda like came flooded in. Yeah. yeah. And I even like cheered up a little bit and like but I couldn't cry too much because I had sand all up in my <laughs> hand, so I can't like wipe, you know, get sand in my eye. But it was Priorities. just like, Yeah, just like looking out like into the abyss with the mountains on the ocean just talking to my mom it was just <laughs> really like you know <laughs> i mean fair enough like i love doing that with my mom or yeah. even with myself and speaking of being by yourself mm-hmm. one of my points is like being single and how like it makes you feel alone mm-hmm. but there's also a sense of comfortability kind of because mm-hmm. you get to know yourself more without like 
having that other person i don't want to say hindering because like that Mm -hmm. has a negative connotation to it but like kind of hindering on your life and you have to focus on them while still Mm -hmm. focusing on you and so you kind of get comfortable with getting to know yourself Mm -hmm. and just putting focus on things of greater value so did you experience that like after your breakup yeah so the funny thing is like college was the first time i like learned how to be comfortable alone Mm -hmm. like freshman year of college because Mm -hmm. Growing up, I obviously like had my family, which you know that, and then I was super involved in school. I mean, y'all see yeah, that yeah. now. I'm always doing something, but like if I LinkedIn wasn't, LinkedIn and her are so we're locked so in. locked in. Like I love a good LinkedIn, <laughs> love a good you know at Nia Harmon Media on Instagram. Like, Resume long page. as fuck. It is twin. <laughs> it is. It is. But that's just like how I operate. I come from two super hardworking parents, uh-huh. and I think a lot of my drive I get is from my mom. Which Ray Harmon is a super hard worker. He built like that church from the ground up babe and like mm-hmm. i'm so proud of him I'm so happy for him yeah. um like what he's been able to like you know accomplish, accomplish. Yeah, like, literally, yeah. like he was able to have interns this summer like me and three that's other awesome exactly. i saw like, that yeah 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 like the fact that like my because you know there is i'm not gonna stand this too long but, like when like a church gets to a certain size it does have a business aspect right mm-hmm. so like the fact that we've grown so much that like he we are paid interns and we get to like yeah, help yeah. out around like and the fact every time i can see him or every time i see him and we're doing like church related stuff i just hug him and i was like i'm so so proud of you because mm-hmm. i remember we were in that two-bedroom apartment and had yeah. nothing yeah, like yeah. nothing and it was it's, like it's bad. an awesome feeling seeing your parents exactly succeed after exactly. what you saw them go through right yeah and yeah. even like my mom i'm not gonna tell her whole story because again it's like family related and i don't have permission to say all mm-hmm. that stuff but like she's an extremely oh, crazy yeah. hard worker and like I'm so used to everyone being like, oh my goodness, like your mom's so pretty, your mom's so this, she's so that, which obviously she is. But like, <laughs> if only y'all knew Wendy Harmon's story, like yeah. it's just so amazing. Wendy Harmon's brain, Wendy Harmon's soul, everything. Like I don't think you understand how you guys badly. need to meet Wendy Harmon when she comes <laughs> up here. Oh, oh, trust y'all meet her. But um, yeah, I get my drive a lot from my parents, but because I went and I went to a super big high school in mm-hmm. Texas, like y'all know the high schools there are big. So I was like, I was always around people. Like that's not a bad thing, but. Okay, like first period, I had broadcasting. So if I wasn't editing a story, I was in the studio, we were doing anchors, right? Mm-hmm. And I was directing. Or I was going out and getting that story. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I have my classes, which obviously I have, peop- obviously I have people in them. And then I go to track practice. I'm there for like two and a half, three hours every day. So like I was mm-hmm. always around people. Like when I get home, I'm around my family, obviously. So like that was one thing I had to learn. Like at college, like when I, f- I like didn't start really going like anywhere by myself for a long time. And mm-hmm. then my parents were also like, okay, like you're in a big city, like don't go anywhere alone, yeah. right? So I was kind of like almost afraid mm-hmm. to be alone because one, I was always around people, like yeah. all the time. Like at my work, I like the summer, I ha- the job I had this summer before coming to college, I was working with kids, right? So now I'm really never alone because yeah, like yeah. I have little ones like around me that you have to like watch after. Mm-hmm. So that was like the first time I really got like, once I knew my way around and I was like, okay, I know like where to go, where not to go. I started to like walk to the Esplanade by myself and I'd like eat lunch by myself. I'd go mm-hmm. get coffee, just like walk to Prudential and yeah. spend way too much money. But like <laughs> it was, I was like kind of like learning how to get on my feet. But yeah. then fast forward, I'm in a relationship now, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, okay, if I'm not with my friends, I'm with this person. Yeah. So like that was really weird too because like I was you know I was with y'all all the time but like mm-hmm. when I wasn't I was like have my like alone time but I was like oh like okay don't with my friends let me hang out with this person yeah. or like vice versa like don't with them let me hang out with my it's friends. It's just like a constant like leaning on someone like just bouncing around like exactly, off of each other. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that was one thing again being at home was hard because like okay what am I supposed to no, do? Now like, I don't have that. I don't have my leaning on myself. Exactly. And like <laughs> I have obviously I have my friends at home you know what I'm saying but like yeah, yeah. then like again like we're working the entire summer right mm-hmm. so it's like 
you know, I'm not living my little fairy college life where I'm just like, I go to class. She was a fairy. She was a fairy, right? <laughs> I'm not a fairy no more. I don't just wake up, go to class, like, go do work, go just get coffee, talk uh-huh. with my friends. Like, no, baby, you got to get up. You got to go work that eight-hour shift, mamas. Like, yeah. this is not, this is a real world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that, like, learning how to, like, do that all again. And then, again, y'all my car was totaled for weeks and like you can't walk in texas like you can yeah, walk like in boston <laughs> yeah like ma- love mckinney shout out mckinney but, like it is not a walkable city at all at any by yeah any by any means so i was just like whoa like i'm yeah like this is just crazy because like, i can't even like it. sometimes it was just like i just want to get out the house and then that too it's three digit weather all the time <laughs> and again i'm working what eight nine hour shifts so by the time i want to walk it's either way too hot way too dark or you're too fucking tired like you just want to get your ass home and sleep exactly so that was just a weird thing because like oh my god like this time like being around people it was like more suffocating than like relaxing because i was like i don't want to be around anybody like i just want to be able Mm -hmm. to like go somewhere you know what i'm saying then again it's not as easy just walking through the common or Mm -hmm. like walking through beacon hill Mm -hmm. it's like oh like i actually gotta get in the car and then again like i gotta interact with people and then anywhere i want to go like i have to drive there yeah so it's just like it's just so such a stagnant life i would call it when you're back home like i can sort of relate but like in haiti we've talked about this at length like in haiti it's totally different like you can see people all the time go out all the time whatever Mm -hmm. and also with my like living with my mom she's never been such a like like a parent who's like always like hovering over me or whatever right but so it was easier to like go out and do shit but also like I remember like I think it was the last weekend I was in Haiti and my family was having dinner and Mm -hmm. I was like I can't like I'm not I cannot be like and I love my anyone who knows me knows I love my family I would kill for my family but there's just there just comes a point where you're home for so long four fucking months of summer vacation in Haiti like I could not be around people and I stayed home and it Mm -hmm. was the last weekend of being home like you would think I'd want to say goodbye to them Mm -hmm. or like go see them for like the last day no I like I wanted to stay home so bad and be by myself you know Mm -hmm. and like I don't know I feel like that relates so much to like having a boyfriend because like you're so used to like seeing that person or like talking to them 24 7 and then when it ends it's like uh oh like right. what's going on yeah. like just panic mode kind of you know right, exactly yeah i don't know yeah. but the good thing is like i'm just gonna be really really quick so we can move on to our next question but like no yeah again like having to like you know have a super introspective summer like mm-hmm. even like now like you know i go on my walks in the morning and i've been like waking up early and like mm-hmm. kind of like being back to like you know routine who i was like you know like before mm-hmm. everything and like like not that i was never like I wouldn't say you changed. Yeah, but I just kind of like you know, I got my spark back, and I'm so happy for you. And I totally and wholeheartedly agree with that fact. Thank you. Um, I also want to say something really interesting. Mm -hmm. I had seen a TikTok over the summer when I was having like my reflection journey, whatever the fuck (laughs) that was. (laughs) Still in it, honestly. But I saw this TikTok, and this woman was saying how being single is so fun until it becomes scary because you get so comfortable with yourself, you kind of don't like no one will live up to what you've done for yourself, and. I like that's so true I remember I sent you like I sent you screenshots of like a notebook I had and like it was listing my standards for men now and it's just such a scary thing because like damn bitch you're 
are you going to find this person? <laughs> Does this person <laughs> exist? It's AI friend. Like we have it's to build chat him GPT and attack to chat, chat fucking GPT. GPT. Because oh, like G friend, like whoa, it's so scary because I don't know if anyone is going to live up to the standards I have for them or even for myself. Like, are you going to love me like I love me? Ooh. Like. Good question. Mic drop. drop. So I want to hear your thoughts about that scary aspect of it. That's a loaded question. And I think what's also crazy, too, is, again, going back to, like, my parents, like, you know, my dad and I, we butt heads. I think Mm -hmm. we're very similar, so we tend to butt heads. But one thing about him, exactly, he gonna pull out that wallet. Like, (laughs) even, like, when we didn't have it, when they were in, (laughs) when they were, we were in, like, kind of, like, you know, our transition time. Because it was, like, again, a whole other thing. But, like, Uh he built it up from, and we were able to live a comfortable life Mm -hmm. now, which I would say, which I'm very grateful for. Like, not trying to be funny or brag at all. But, um. I'm just used to, like, even if we quote-unquote don't have it, we're going to make it happen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we're going to have, like, what we need, period. But, like, would Levi and I want something? Like, and the thing is, my mom and I joke. She said, like, whenever I want stuff or anything, and my mom always jokes, and she says, Nia, the only thing you haven't gotten that you wanted is that pink Barbie Jeep. Because, you know, like, when you're <laughs> kids and they had, like, little pink Barbie Jeeps. But then yeah. again, I was asking for that when we were little, really little, and they were on staff somewhere else, mm-hmm. and they were just, like, getting paid peanuts and then mm-hmm. they had just had levi so it was just they literally could right exactly but <laughs> guess who drives a jeep now you know what i'm saying like not to brag but yeah. it's like everything comes full circle and yeah. it's like i i'm just used to people who like make it happen so i think that's where my high standards were stem from yeah stem from and then you have the rose-colored glasses on mm. so you allow yourself mm-hmm. to be treated how like <laughs> shit i'm not gonna let her Stop. blur the lines like shit I'm not saying this is specific <laughs> to either of us. However, comma, <laughs> comma, <laughs> when you, when you put up <laughs> put on those damn glasses with the stained ass fucking lenses, bitch. Oh, you let anything slide, and it sucks to look back. But go on. <laughs> you, you took the words right out my mouth, sister. I'm so happy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when you have those rose-colored glasses on, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, you know, we've been over that. Mm-hmm. And then you take the glasses off, and you're like, OMG, like. OMG question mark. OMG question mark. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like, what? And <laughs> even, like, when I would, like, tell my parents, like, some of the things that happened, like, they were in shock that, like, <laughs> we raised you differently than this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They were almost like, girl, what? And then again, like, I wanted to also take into account that, like, you know, everyone's raised differently. It's For like, sure. But there what? are certain things that are, like, surface level and are givens. And I'm sorry, there's no excuse for not, like, living up to those things i'm sorry like exactly no. yeah and so i think again definitely was a learning experience <laughs> for sure um but yeah and i i don't think and one thing i wanted to comment on when you mm-hmm. were saying like you don't think everyone will live up to your standards yeah we have high standards and we joke but i think that our standards this is gonna be controversial so <laughs> don't get mad but like i don't think our standards are unreasonable like genuinely definitely speaking not. from like where we like come from like mm-hmm. our backgrounds we're like i think it's just like basic things relationship things like i we're really not not i don't think i know we're not asking for that much so it's like we're to not even asking be, for like above what should already be given exactly so then to be kind of like told that like oh like too much too much yeah it's like, like we're staring at each other right yeah, now yeah, that's silent. bitch what the fuck <laughs> no and i agree with that because again going back to my first ever episode of this podcast mm-hmm. As much as I may hate on a Haitian man, one thing about a Haitian man, he will take care of 
you mm-hmm. period like mm-hmm. I, and just coming here and like letting guys just like walk all over me that's so not me that's my problem right? it's so like, not me yeah. and like i just let that shit happen no more no fucking more no more sister mind you it's gonna happen again don't put that Which into the air I like literally don't like <laughs> please don't put that in the air we're we we've come too far friend. we've come too far but it's it's just to say that like not every even though you have something in mind mm-hmm. not everything is gonna play out the way you wanted to like you said right. like in the beginning of this mm-hmm. it's like i know i'm gonna get fucked over again hoping it's not as hard as it has already happened but like i'm i'm not gonna put out these crazy expectations out for myself but also i just I, if i'm actually gonna take a guy seriously i'm not going to let him treat me like whatever mm-hmm. you know and, and i think mm-hmm. the important thing is like let's bring back being like going slow like let's bring going slow back in the style yeah and, like i think it would save from a lot of confusion and distress if we just went slow like the confusion <laughs> is crazy like the confusion that ensues when you start talking to a man <laughs> it's, like, it, it's truly like a what the fuck moment like what is going on again and then, we, and then we let the confusion happen you know what I'm yeah. saying? And not an excuse because, again, we're all grown. We're mm-hmm. all the same age. So, like, yeah, but, you know, and then my mom has been a school teacher for years. So, mm-hmm. scientifically proven, <laughs> like, don't buy me, but, like, you know, boys <laughs> do develop later than women. 100%. So I'm sorry. I'm thinking, oh, you're going to think, like, how a 19-year-old woman would think in the terms of, like, you know, maturity yeah yeah and it's like oh wait no like y'all have some years to go so that's also one thing to keep into account like mm-hmm. again not to make an excuse because there's plenty of 19 year old 20 year old men who are perfectly mature yeah, and yeah. Were, where I are they speak on people's upbringing but like you know people who are taught how to treat people mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no but like where right. are you guys hit me up please thank you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i think I don't even know where I was going, but that's okay, friend. We have yeah, so oh, many back other to like things. our standards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's one thing we have to keep in consideration. Like you know, like guys do tend to take scientifically proven longer mm-hmm. to mature. Like yeah, but I think yeah, like just taking it slow. Yeah, and just so that there's no confusion. Just, yeah, and also not like it's okay to have blurred lines in like the right. beginning when you start talking to someone but then when it comes to a point where it's like a mutual understand even though even if it's not spoken when there's like right. a mutual understanding that like okay kind of want to try this out with you kind of want right. to take you quote unquote seriously right. very quote unquote on that seriously yeah. but um yeah there should be like a mutual understanding that like okay kind of want to take you seriously like let's try it out but obviously there isn't Mm -hmm. question mark right it's kind of frustrating yeah because like obviously people's we're ever evolving at this age like people's like minds can change and everything like that but it's also like okay come on now like you're too old to be yeah like be so real (laughs) but then again we have to remember scientifically That's yeah, such a so crazy fact to me. I mean, right? it's not crazy because we've seen how men act. But anyways, no. not to shit on y'all. I love men. but some we, of you we love men. A handful of you. Attractive men. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just broke my eardrums so <laughs> bad. <laughs> That's okay, friend. Um, Inside joke, if you know, you know. Good night. Oh, okay. 
something else i want to hear your thoughts on this jumping into new relationships straight after or waiting what society deems an appropriate amount of time after a breakup what i would prefer yeah i have thoughts on this no what do you think about those two things and also what you would prefer Jumping into a relationship right after a breakup, you need to go to therapy. <laughs> you do not need to. No, I'm being so serious. And I think even sometimes before people get into a relationship, like, they should. Because when you're around a person a long time, you you start to pick up on things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you realize, and I was like, uh-oh, like, I think. Uh, <laughs> Words. Thoughts. Honestly, I'm. <gasps> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Turn the mic off. Um, I'm not. I don't diagnose people. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like. With the work that my parents do, they just work a lot with mm-hmm. us like on emotions and like. And you told me they do counseling. Right? Yeah, they do counseling yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's like under the umbrella. But, like <coughs> just people with many hats, many talents. Like they do like premarital counseling, like regular life counseling, mm-hmm. like consulting, all of that as well. So again, like I have obviously I'm not perfect in relationships, but because like that's what my parents like. Yeah, you're do, in touch with your I, emotions and, and I like kind of know pick how to up navigate. On right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's my whole thing. Like, if you're getting out of a relationship and... <laughs> <laughs> Diving right back in. I'm... Yeah. I don't, I don't want to slip okay, no friend. names out. Mm. Um, but... Please do. <laughs> do tell. <laughs> it's okay, y'all. We're not going to be messy. No, yeah, we're not. I'm not... Yeah. I'm. I can be, but I'm not going to let her be. Right, exactly. Because I don't want to be. I'm, you know, grown. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but, like, jumping, like, back and... To, like you need a relationship or like talking to people like baby you need, need to go see a professional and like that's okay like i think we that's just such such a stigma of like mm-hmm. men like not, not going, going to therapy and i'm being so serious like my face is straight like sydney <laughs> and sheree can literally vouch for me melody can vouch for me my face is so straight when i say please go seek a therapist and like fast friend like because a lot of the stuff that men be going through <laughs> I'm being serious for like no, when it comes I to like agree how they you. treat how they treat women like or how, how they treat people in general also yeah it's like friend you like there's some deep rooted like something happened Issues. to you and I'm so sorry that happened to you but like let's go get it worked out so that you can be a healthy happy person because this is not a good look friend like this is not a good look this is not a good attitude like let's I, I agree go. with that a hundred percent and like. I, I don't want to call this person out, but I'm not going to name their name or anything, but someone very close to me mm-hmm. who's a guy, he started going to therapy, I think, like, a little under a year ago, and mm-hmm. he's doing so good now. Exactly. So, like, I had a conversation with him, a bunch of conversations with him over the summer, yeah. and just in the way he speaks, you can see the difference. Like, right. he was so in touch with certain things that, like, prior, he really was not, and, like, talking to this person before he went to therapy was like literally banging my head on the wall so i was like can you shut the fuck up what are you talking about and now i'm able to have a productive conversation with this person and also this is not men please don't come and like shit on us this is not to say that only men need therapy because i have a therapist i love my therapist shout out marielle love (laughs) you girl but um yeah i think that's a really good point honestly Mm -hmm. for me personally i feel like i've um dealt with both situations where when i was younger like um on the cusp of middle school and high school Mm -hmm. like i like i don't want to call it a boyfriend because bitch you were not my boyfriend you were a friend we were 11 that i I liked yeah whatever and so like i would that sounds so wrong but i i swear guys i was like 12 13 
13, like, getting in and out of relationships. <laughs> but, it, like, looking back, it was not a relationship. It was someone I held hands with, like, right, and at hugged school. Occasionally. <laughs> and, uh, and hugged. And my friends did, like, the ooh, ah, crazy. <laughs> and <laughs> took Snapchat videos. Whatever. <laughs> so, like. you hugging in the school hallway, <laughs> mind you. We're trying to get to class. Get an education. That's so what like, we're doing. I, I want to say, in part, I kind of dealt with that aspect. But also, be, this is the. I don't this is not the longest I've been single but I've been single for like almost 11 months now mm-hmm. and like I don't see myself getting like it's a long it's been a long time right and like I still don't see myself getting into a serious relationship yeah like I don't know and I kind of find comfort in that knowing that I'm aware that I still need to work on certain aspects of my person to like be I don't want to say be better for a man Ooh. But, like, <laughs> be a good version of myself for right. when I do find that partner, yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. Because, again, I think I spoke about this with Grace. Like, this person, this partner of yours is not your therapist. This partner of yours is right. not. Like, sure, you need to be able to rely and lean on your partner. However, they're not there just for that. You need to. Or to fill some void. Exactly. You need to fill that void for yourself. Exactly. You need to. My mom always says this. Or, like, my aunt. I don't know. You all, you need to love yourself so much that someone else's love is n- is going to add on to that love right. you have for yourself and exactly. not like you said fill some void you mm-hmm. know yeah so I don't know I think waiting and uh, that's the only time I agree with society like waiting a, an waiting, appropriate yeah. amount of time waiting it out like mm-hmm. trust it's gonna be so much more worth it because I've I hate to admit this but I've been that toxic person in the relationship where I treated my ex boyfriend like a therapist mm-hmm. and like I bet that fucking suck like I hate yeah. myself for doing that and we're not on the best of terms but like. Yeah. I hate myself for doing that to that person because they didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was really wrong of me. And yeah. now like talking it out with other people, like my therapist, like, oh shit, like what did I do? Like yeah. I need to work on that part of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think like, like we all live, we all learn. Yeah, for sure. Life is a big self-awareness fat learning is experience. Exactly. And self-awareness is key. And I, I heavily agree with you on that. Yeah, I'm happy. Okay, next point. Letting people in. I feel like that ties into what I just Mm -hmm. talked about. Letting people in, dating around, whatever. Kind of have a fun story time. So, you guys know, like, I was was dabbling in the dating apps. Had some awful first dates. Oh, my God. Like, thinking this guy texted me over the summer that I went on a Tinder date with. Started speaking. Was it Dutch? Yeah, I told you guys. Like, started (laughs) speaking Dutch to me. It was crazy. (laughs) He texted me over the summer. He was like, he starts speaking, like texting me in French. And I was like, oh, when did we start doing this? Right. So I kind of had to like, I felt this urge like pushing me to delete those cursed ass date. Please, guys, I mean, experience it if you want. But please, like once you're done, like please delete them off your fucking phone. There's some freaks out there, some creeps. Yeah. They're very scary. And also... I kind of want, this is like the TikTok trend, whatever, mm-hmm. like the sassy man apocalypse. Can we talk about that for a minute, if you want? I'd love to talk about that a lot <laughs> Your of thoughts? Um, I definitely think, I don't know what this wave of, <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. sassy men, but like, men like expecting to be, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. No, like to be expected, I don't want to say, I have to be very careful with what I say. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm trying to like not say but like men being expected to be like treated with like 
be treated equal relationship as in the sense of like be treated like a woman like bitch you're not a princess you're rumpelstiltskins please Ooh. get away sharian said you're dying Rump- guys. rumple is crazy <laughs> what i mean in the sense of like they're like oh well like if you want this if you want this if you want this oh i have to get this and it's like oh wait like i thought I, you were like i thought i <laughs> unspoken again like mutual understanding that not to be heteronormative or anything but right, like, like i'm not you're trying to do th- too much like i know yeah. we're at a very like you know like i don't want to sound like i'm no but still you're yeah. in a hetero relationship right. baby you're the man i'm the woman let's right. get one thing straight like, where are the flowers <laughs> where are the <laughs> and you're the brick wall <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, please again don't shit on us like obviously this is a joke but okay, kind of like literally uh, trader joe's bouquet babes five dollars like like please like and the thing is i saw a thing on tiktok literally like mm-hmm. i think a couple nights ago and it was literally um a guy had bought like four bouquets of flowers for his for a or i don't for somebody i don't mm-hmm. know, you know i don't know this man bought like four bouquets of flowers for somebody and he's rearranging them himself so outside of a trader joe's and this lady like recorded him and she was like yeah like if he wanted to friend like he would and like you should not take anything less from that and i think so that's the thing true. too like men just expect way too much and for you to act mm-hmm. like a wife <laughs> when like they're not even acting like a boyfriend like you know so what i'm saying which is true. so like whoa it's fucking insane like, like whoa like it's really scary and again not to go like i know i live in the u.s now and like i have to get accustomed to that but like yeah shout out my haitian men y'all right. i love you guys so much you guys have never made me feel like you guys were the princess and i was not like, right you, like i'm always like sitting pretty and sitting pre- letting and shit get done for me and that's what <coughs> women were put on earth to do is to sit pretty and look at us we're working <laughs> in the relationship touching a fucking coffee pot that no one wants to drink out of babe yeah. and it's sick it's sick. fucking sick and i'm and the thing is we allowed it not anymore not we anymore allowed it. that's the even sicker <laughs> part because what we we really allow that shit to happen to us and like it needs to stop it yeah. really needs to fucking stop um and it is starting now <laughs> it takes 21 days to build a habit <laughs> <Please>. so let's <laughs> <laughs> sheree just had a revelation side note she quit me for 21 days and she just <laughs> She, I wish they could she, see her face. She's st- I wish y'all could see her face because, like, <laughs> someone told her to quit me for 21 days and she apparently did not know it was, like, the amount of time to build a habit. Anyways, <gasps> back to us. Um, I also want to talk about um, <laughs> my reflective summer. Mm-hmm. Not to go back to that again, but, but going, it's your podcast, so we can go back to whatever my you institution, want to yeah. Exactly. Again, want to bring up hookups. Mm-hmm. and my love and hate relationship with them because mm-hmm. like on one hand mom please sign off if you're <laughs> listening to this now like this is your time to get off right and my brother and my dad if you're listening anyways yeah um on the one hand love a good hookup love it but on the other hand so unfulfilling mm-hmm. so fucking because like what happens next like i'm just right. like i don't want to say that but like it's that's what it kind of feels like like whoring myself out mm-hmm. and then getting nothing out of it yeah like it's and again like hooking up with someone is your choice mm-hmm. like it's a choice you make it's a decision you make and like i'm not getting held against my will like oh bitch you right. need to hook up with this person <laughs> right now but like d- damn mm-hmm. 
like i i don't know it's just so unfulfilling what do you think about that yeah that's i've that's never been like me like mm-hmm. i have like tried so hard to like stray away from that again because like my parents that's like yeah all they were that's what you were taught yeah they they're very big on like no soul ties no soul ties no soul ties so mm-hmm. which is very good and again like if y- some if that's what someone likes then please go for right, it right but like i think especially we're like at such a ripe age like maybe i'm young yeah like i can't be i can't be attached to somebody that like i have no commitment with so like exactly. that's just like never like really been me to mm-hmm. like go super fast yeah yeah well i <laughs> yeah I, um <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. y'all know what i mean yeah, like yeah. as far as like hooking up and stuff mm-hmm. um was one crazy stutter but um <laughs> keep <yeah>. going bitch <laughs> damn I'm trying to recoup <laughs> but yeah the, i just i'm not a fan of hookup culture just because like again like kind of like you said like what like what are we doing like i feel well, like it's doing? a waste of time it's a waste of energy it's a waste mm-hmm. of emotion that you're spending on somebody that like i don't say that doesn't deserve it but like to a certain st- extent doesn't mm-hmm. deserve it because like there's no commitment there's, there's no, no flowers there's no dates there's mm-hmm. no you know what i'm saying it's so like so why do it exactly and i wholeheartedly agree with that and again reflective summer yeah. don't get tired of me um but i i can't i need to stop like i want to stop like indulging in like hookup culture and mm-hmm. i've stopped a little bit honestly mm-hmm. like ugh over the summer but like guys i'm not who i am in <laughs> haiti like who i am in haiti like it's not it's really truly not me and I had a crazy ass summer in terms mm-hmm. of like hookup culture but like again not me not me y'all if you guys saw her do anything that wasn't me that was a clone <laughs> but like really trying to stray away from that and yeah. i just feel like not to get sappy or anything but i feel like i've gone through so much with men right that it's kind of a search for validation right which like i'm happy i'm able to be aware of that Mm -hmm. and like self like we said self-awareness is like everything and i've talked that out with my therapist a lot Mm -hmm. and she validated me in the sense that like yes you are in search like you've been in search for validation from Mm -hmm. men and like it needs to stop yeah and like really trying to work on that because i can't i can't do it anymore especially at emerson like it's just everyone knows everyone's business. It's yeah. just like enough is enough. There, right. there comes a point where it's like, ugh, yeah, no. Yeah, I feel you, sister. Yeah. So before, do you want to yes. give your quotes? She, she's quoting Joan Didion. I am and the Bible, y'all. The word of G O D. Exactly. So let's so go, let's hear. This summer, um, one of my friends had actually bought me. Let me tell you what I mean by mm-hmm. Joan Didion. Uh, she bought it for me a Great while book. ago, and I know it's so amazing. I annotated so much in here, <laughs> and I was in the airport and um coming back from Maui, and I was like, you know, I had packed it with me because I'm trying to like you know read more like when I'm on planes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like super tired. She was like, you know, let me crack open this book. I mm-hmm. kid you not, read two thirds of it before I like got on my flight. Crazy. Like literally in like what an hour and a half. And like the thing is like she has a lot of like shorter stories in here so it's not like a super like dense reading but everything she says i feel like is just has so, so much value exactly and mm-hmm. so um in this like short story it's titled like on not but on being unchosen by the college i want or yeah on being unchosen by the college of one's choice and she talks about mm-hmm. being rejected from stanford and all of that stuff and like um how she had a friend who went to stanford she even like wrote an essay um yeah for that friend at Stanford, and the Stanford friend got an A on it, and she went to UC Berkeley, and she actually got a B on that same mm. uh, essay. But I thought it really put into perspective, like how you know, everyone looks at your worth differently. That's mm-hmm. what I got from it. Like you may be 
in some people's eyes an A plus at Stanford and in some people you may be a B at UC Berkeley which mm-hmm. and you, when you look in the hierarchy of elite colleges like Stanford mm-hmm. is really up there and so is UC Berkeley UC Berkeley is a great school amazing but school. you know what I'm saying like some people think that like oh if, if you can get an A in a class at Stanford like you're really elite but she mm-hmm. has this really great paragraph at the end of this little chapter that I wanted to read off for y'all because I just it was like a really like whoa like it's like you know like punching my gut in the best way and just kind of like talking about not um you know letting like your life kind of go off the course that you had planned for Mm -hmm. it like really defining you were like make you upset okay ready here we go so (laughs) she goes and of course none of it matters very much at all none of these early successes early failures i wonder if we had better not find some way to let our children know this some way to extricate our expectations from theirs some way to let them work through their own rejections and sullen rebellions and interludes with golf pros unassisted by anxious prompting from the wings finding one's role at 17 is is problem enough without being handed somebody else's script and that's really good i love that particular like paragraph because i think so often especially like at this age we're at we are trying to do like what we see on social media and like mm-hmm. the relationships our friends are in and we're trying to like fit that person's script where she's literally saying like girl you're young like it's okay yeah don't try to emulate other people's things just exactly be yourself and make those mistakes exactly you end up learning from them exactly i think that's that's a really good yeah. point just like don't take obviously take life seriously <coughs> to an extent but, like don't take yourself or this life too seriously to where like you're going batshit yeah exactly and losing yourself exactly yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense i don't know if we have much time but i wanted to do a little game kind of ish yeah yeah trying to be in my entertainment area y'all i love it look Um, at us just entertainment girlies we just high-fived yeah um but i'm gonna name off a couple of male celebrities Mm -hmm. and you're gonna tell me if you would date or not date. Okay. Do I have a reason? No. Okay. I don't want a reason. Oh, at all. like that's I want fun. it to that's be mysterious. mysterious. Yeah, yeah. Or like if you think they would be a good boyfriend or not. Okay. Kind of that situation. So, Michael B. Jordan, and this is not based on looks. Michael, I think he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, I think he'd be a good. <laughs> I wholeheartedly disagree. Really? I think he'd be the worst boyfriend ever. Really? Sorry, Michael B. Jordan, you're still sexy, but mm. I don't. I I think, but no explanation. Okay, so, so Nia, ooh. yes, Mel, no. Okay. <laughs> um, second one, and I'm holding a G U N to her head ooh. on this one. Ooh, Mr. Bad Bunny. You know, I don't know too much about him, <laughs> so I mean. Might as well have just suffocated me right so now. So, yes? <laughs> exactly. Yes is the only answer. Sheree and Sydney, they nodded yes. This okay. is going against my ethics as a journalist. <laughs> I have to give real raw information, real Shut raw answers. Up. On my podcast, you are no journalist. Wow. You're Miss Nia Kennedy Harbin. <laughs> okay, two more people. These are just off the top of my head, guys. I don't even know. Oh, um, Justin Bieber. And I know <laughs> we, have <laughs> we have thoughts about this. <laughs> Again, not based on looks. Specifically, him in the snooze video, baby. Come home, the kids miss you so much. (laughs) But, like, that's... And, again, like, the world of, like, acting is so weird. Because, like, that was crazy. And the way... (laughs) Again, I don't want to speak on nobody's relationship. Because I really cannot be speaking on nobody's relationship at all. Like, I am the last person who should ever speak on somebody's relationship. But the paradox? Oof. Yeah, friend. Mm. But, like, I don't... I, I I say no. Again, I go back to like if he wanted to, he would. That's my answer. Like, like if yeah. he wanted 
to love somebody <laughs> wholeheartedly, he would love them. Because we've seen him do that in the past, but yeah. that's all I got to say about okay, that. Okay, so two no's on that one. Sorry, JB. Yeah, sorry. Love Canada, though, so you're yeah. safe there. Um, One last person. Do you guys have anyone? Do something like... Something something fun, something Something crazy. controversial. Yeah. We're asking Sherry and Sydney. <laughs> <You're> <gasps> I was literally thinking about him. Timothy Shalabalagu. Ah, Our yeah. generations. What's his name? Charlie and the Chocolate Cloud. Charlie <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka. <laughs> I say yes. Yeah. I don't find him attractive by Ramsey, any means. He's not my type, so But I, I think he'd be like a solid. Because I, I think once he's about a bitch, he's about a bitch. Like, if you're dating. Well, again, I'm not speaking <laughs> on the relationship because, yeah, anyway. But, um, yeah, I think he would be a good boyfriend. I think he, w- I think he'd be like a cute little five month boyfriend. Right. Like that <laughs> once it hits that five month mark, then it's th- over. Out the window, baby. Like, right. ugh, I don't know. I, I yeah, I could see that. You know, <laughs> not every. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sorry, despair no in your voice. <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. I'm finding it. I'm so finding like maybes. It. Yeah. Okay. Again, like I think if he wanted to, he would. Exactly. Then I don't know. Like, there's only so much you can learn about somebody from like a interview clip. So like, I really yeah. don't know. I agree pers- with that. I'm only seeing what the media wants me to see. So. Exactly. So, Timothy, hit up my line when you're done with Kylie. Mind you, he would not Ooh. step near <laughs> me with a ten foot pole after dating Kylie Jenner. Anyways. Well, guys, I think that's all Nia and I have for you on this matter. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of More of Mel, Single and Comfortable. I'm your host, Mel, and I really hope you enjoyed today's episode listening to Nia and I talk about our singleness ad fucking nauseum, guys. And again, I want to give a huge shout out to Nia Harmon for coming back on this season of More of Mel. Like, it's been such an honor. Do you have any advice for the single baddies out there? Girl, just <laughs> live your life. Get your money up. Be cute. You know what I'm saying? So Go out. Flirt. Like, just live it up. I cannot only stress that enough. Young once. So, so true. Make the most of it, babes. I agree with that. Sheree and Sydney, do you guys want to tune in and give a piece of advice or say a few words? They're like, no, we're good. But anyways, guys, I love you all so much. And tune in next time on more of Mel.